Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the deck. And welcome to an all-new episode of the kaiju cast with an all new intro five years in the making and 100 episodes later (laughs) this is the emergency broadcast my name is kyle i will be your host for the next two ish hours something like that we have a lot of awesome things going on tonight we have a lot of really cool prizes to give away and man i am definitely looking forward to this so we're going to go ahead and kick things off by talking a little bit to our guests here in the studio. Who do we have here? Starting with Jeff Dean. Say hello. Hey, everybody. How you doing? And we also have Martin Vavra. Hey, hey everyone. Not to mention, we have a very special guest here in studio, all the way from his classroom where he teaches all about kaiju in, in Nanaimo. Did I do it right? Got it. Andy Campbell uh, hey. from Kaiju 101. How's Welcome to the Kaiju Cast. Thanks. Glad to be here. Right on. So this is our brand new intro. What do you guys think? That's awesome. Yeah, I th- like it. This Rocks was heavy. Uh, this it is heavy. It's supposed to get you amped for the show. This is uh, basically. I asked Keith Foster from Big Pimp Jones if he would write me something awesome, and he did. He and uh, and the Big Pimp Jones guys. So the Kadoja folk. They're the ones that, that hooked us up with that. Nice. It's been a long time, too. Five years. Yeah, man. Five years is, uh, I mean, it's a drop in the bucket for some people, but five years in podcasting is a pretty, pretty strong, pretty strong event, I would say. Uh, is there anything going on with you guys, like remembering, like, your first episode, Jeff? Let's see. It must I be like this. episode two or three, right? Or something like that. I think you were episode three. Because and then we talked for so long that you actually were split a two parter. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. And Mr. Martin, of course, was episode one. Episode one. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was a good time. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> <laughs> the experiment continues. The experiment definitely continues. Anyway, uh, this is uh, this is the Kaiju Cast. If you are just joining us, this is our emergency broadcast every year. We do a live broadcast where we talk about, uh, you got nothing there? Oh, no, you're good. Okay. Uh, every year we do a live broadcast where anything can happen. Someone could interrupt what I'm saying. There's no way to, for me to edit it out. And, uh, uh, we, this is our third one that we've done live. And I timed it so that not only was it our fifth anniversary, it was also episode 100 and the live broadcast. So I'm re- super psyched about this. We are going to be talking to the following people. Throughout this episode, we're going to be talking to Mr. Chris Mowry from IDW Publishing, sort of the spearhead guy behind the uh, entire Godzilla series. It's been a while since we've had him on the podcast specifically to talk about stuff, and um, Rulers of Earth has been going on. Uh, Andy, you read that, right? Yeah. That's yeah. nine, eight, nine issues in now? Uh, something. Something. It's good. 
I think we're eight issues in, if okay. I had to say. If I had to guess. But Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh we'll talk to Chris Mowry in just a little bit. We're actually, hopefully, fingers crossed, gonna get to talk to Heather. Because mm-hmm. it's been ages since she's been on the podcast. She unfortunately cannot be here today. Uh that is because she is in San Francisco with her family. Family time. You know, that's okay. And then uh Oh, and then, uh, unfortunately, Brian and Rachel were going to be here too, but they had a death in the family. And so they're, they're, uh, back east. So big, big sorry to those guys and wish they were here, but we are going to, you know, give some stuff away. We have a ton of things to give away here, just like we do every time we have an emergency broadcast. Uh, who wants the first trivia question? I guess I should probably do the first trivia question because there's, we have a total of seven prize packs. All filled with goodies donated by either, uh, listeners to the Kaiju Cast, uh, people that work with the Kaiju Cast. Like, so, uh, IDW Publishing, for example, has donated a bunch of Godzilla comics. The Monster Project has donated a bunch of CDs. Uh, we just have a ton of stuff. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the very first trivia question. I, I have a trivia question rule. Well, oh, uh, question. Okay. Yep. Are, are yeah, we able ahead. to answer? No. Do we get to win? No. Oh, dang it. Sorry. Some of this stuff is really awesome. <laughs> yeah. We have some really awesome stuff. Uh, and as we continue to go along throughout the, uh, the episode, we'll be announcing everything. But prize pack number one includes, let me grab this, this chibi Godzilla set. This is from, uh, Bandai America. And this prize was provided by Hilltown Kaiju, Scott Martin. Awesome dude. Uh, provided that it's going to include that and the American greetings Mecha Godzilla Christmas ornament from this year. Both of those items, uh, not to mention a monster project CD and a San Diego Comic Con Godzilla poster, the ones that they were giving out at the Godzilla encounter and a miscellaneous IDW publishing comic. I'm not exactly sure because that box hasn't gotten here yet, but. We are going to go ahead and start. And so the way to win this, if you want to win, is you're going to answer in the chat room because the chat room seems to be working fantastically, which, by the way, major, major thanks to the Mediocre Radio Network for hosting this shindig. Uh, I think we're going to just go ahead. Dr. Sarazawa in the very first Godzilla film, obviously, had an eye patch. Which of his eyes did the eye patch cover. So yeah, this is how we're doing it. Answer in the chat room and uh okay, let's see here. We've got answers flooding in. And the first one to win the correct uh woo. So the first one to, <laughs> it's going so fast. Stop answering Stop so we can answering award so I need to scroll up. Let's see. Man, seriously, we We've got the answer. I just need to scroll up and There's, find it out. Yep. Stop answering. There's already someone. Yeah, who yeah, yeah. We just it was. Uh, can't find him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it was Geigen's eyeball. Yep. Right eye. First one to say right eye. Geigen's eyeball. I don't know who you really are. So what I would say you need to do is send me an email with your uh, your uh, name and address so we can get this out to you. Thanks for playing, Geigen's Eyeball. How appropriate, too, that someone named Geigen's Eyeball yeah. would get that question. He must question. have just known, right? Like, right. 
Well, when you when you said the name, I was like, wait a minute, that was a trick question. It was Gigan's <laughs> eye. Oh no, it was the right one. It's fixed. This is fixed. He's only got one eye though, yeah, right. <laughs> which is how he knew because Doctor Sarazawa only has one good eye. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, we have six more of these to go. I'm really looking forward to uh, to giving these away. Oh my god, I was going through the prizes this week and like posting them on Facebook. There are, uh, we, uh, seriously, there's just a lot of great stuff. We got a lot of artwork this time for some reason. There's many, many posters will be sent out that, uh, it's a good thing I bought poster tubes for this. So we are going to, uh, definitely have, well, how many more do we have? We have seven in total, seven prize packs. I provided four of the trivia questions. These, uh, three gentlemen have each come up with a trivia question themselves. And, uh, as we go through, the uh the program those will be asked and you'll have plenty of uh of chances to win like we got a some bags or you got a bag some posters a shirt uh geez seriously there's uh this crazy stuff one thing that came in like yesterday and i didn't check my mailbox till today lady kyle went and grabbed it jim sirenella who used to run club daikaiju Sure, you guys know who that is, right? He sent autographs, and so later on, some of the uh, some of the prize packs will include autographed eight by tens. I don't want to say who yet, but I opened well, yeah, this up. Yeah, because they haven't won yet. Yeah, right. No, no. I mean, I don't want to say who. Gets oh, the he was in the picture. Right? Not who gets the autograph. Who's in the photos? <laughs> it's Thanks, my Martin. autograph. Yeah, <laughs> it's not rigged, folks. I promise. You know, the cool thing is, I think what it probably would make these worth a lot more money is if we all signed these. And absolutely, then, you know, yeah. <laughs> put that on eBay now. <laughs> that is not true at all. You could, uh, you could ask the people. If, you know, give them a choice. Do you want an autographed picture of, you know? <laughs> one of them or one of us. <laughs> Did you bring your eight by tens, your headshots, Jeff? Always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keeping the trunk of my car. Went to glamour shots. Did the you know? Did the one where I got my hand leaning on the hand look like that? Anyway, uh, so we're gonna talk to Chris Mowry in just a couple of minutes. I think what I would like to do is uh, I would like to start with Martin. Would you do me a favor and uh, yeah. tell tell me? Okay, so one of the things about this particular episode is we're talking about uh, our is it's the fifth year anniversary, so five, and anniversaries were uh, were a thing. Actually, if you listen to the pre roll music, ton of stuff from Godzilla, the original Godzilla, nineteen fifty four, sixty four movies, uh, the seventy four film. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, like seriously, like everything, not everything, but just about everything had, had a tie into an anniversary or uh, a five. So we have everyone here has their top five kaiju films written down and we are going to discuss those briefly for a few <laughs> minutes, which is going to be difficult. But what I really want to do is after we do this tonight or today, uh, I want to continue this conversation later on in the year and like revisit your top five in a in one episode where we talk about those five movies in depth yeah so what what is number five for you martin so i i actually didn't put these in any particular order uh so even though i will say it as as number five it, it may be in there differently but so i i actually have gmk in my top five 
that's cool. GMK is awesome. I think uh, GMK was really great. And and to go on with my list, it's actually uh, I didn't know this until I looked them up. I'm not as well versed all the time on these, but the 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 next three movies were all directed by the same director, which is uh, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy and uh, uh advent of legion and then revenge of iris so the gamma trilogy the, the gamma trilogy gamma and i trilogy, and i didn't yeah. lump those together as one i kind of i put them all those things blew my mind I, yeah. I don't know if you remember completely when i watched those here for the first time but just did did it. i show you one and then we had to go back and watch the yeah, trilogy yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it was it was pretty fabulous so um i i this one was one I don't think we did it as a as a Daikaiju discussion. Okay. But I lumped this one in there just because the experience was one that I just I can't let go of. I just can't. Latitude Zero. No. <laughs> it really? Is, it is not a good movie, but the really? the experience and the fun and the this the pure ridiculousness of all of that, I had so much fun. I had so much fun. I would never watch that again. I hope I'd never have to watch it again. But the experience <laughs> with you guys, with watching all that, it was so much fun. It was so awful. <laughs> it is definitely, it is definitely an experience. So, so give me that. So know why I am right, lumping right, right. it in there. It's not because it is good. Yeah. In that, no, <laughs> it, man, it was I a am, good time. <laughs> I am, I am on board. And it's pretty awesome. It's because of Cesar Romero's uh, thigh high boots, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, unforgettable. Yep. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the gold LeMay jumpsuits? Because uh, yeah. that it's was everything. actually it's everything. <laughs> yeah. Were you guys ready to talk to our uh, very first call-in guest yeah, today? Yeah, for sure. I am calling Mr. Chris Mowry right now. As uh, many who have listened to the Kaiju Cast know, Chris Mowry is a staple with the Godzilla fandom, mostly because he uh, is a big fan himself. But he works for IDW Publishing, and I say it a lot. Sometimes he dismisses it, but if it weren't for Chris Mowry, we wouldn't be getting all these awesome Godzilla comics that we're getting today. What is I'm going to dismiss that. Now, don't dismiss it. <laughs> you got to take that credit, bro. How's it going, Thank man? You. It's it's uh, going good. Unfortunately, the uh, Chargers are losing right now. There's a mild playoff party going on downstairs, but uh, <laughs> always willing to take the time to come chat with you, Kyle. Thanks, man. Thanks. And what's wrong with Latitude Zero? Dude, no, nothing's wrong with it. Everything's <laughs> right with it. <laughs> that's really, that's really where we're going with that conversation, man. <laughs> so it's how, so, it's so wrong, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know from you, sir, from the, uh, from the originator of Godzilla Rulers of Earth, like, how is the series going? The series is going, um, very well, actually. Uh, I, I say that in like a weird, like surprise kind of way, but it, it's like the first, the, like the first issue that came out, we were really trying to, um, you know, kind of like get people that had read the series, the, the previous series, you know, Godzilla, then Kingdom of Monsters, like trying to get those people into like what, what we like to refer to as like the IDW universe. And for some people it worked, some people it didn't, but I think that the fans now are, are reacting to what Matt and I are doing and, you know, really showing or, or really realizing that, you know, we're really trying to put some of that love into it that maybe some of the previous series didn't have. Right, and and right. it's really no fault of the people before or, or even making it sound like it was a bad thing. Just now we're trying to say, like, look, this was, you know, in 
not to put too like big of a, a spin on it, it was like that might have been the last series that IDW did in the sense of like, you know, sales were down and and it was sort of like, okay, fine, you and Matt can go do what you want to do. And so we did that and we think the response has been like really good. And these last couple issues, you know, we've made like best of 2013 lists. We've gotten, you know, people we've never thought of before, you know, looking at the book, like different, you know, review sites that, you know, usually they're like the big two, like DC and Marvel, um, you know, looking at the book going, wow, this is really just a lot of fun. This is like what Godzilla movies used to be. And that's what Matt and I really try to get the whole, you know, the whole time is just something that kind of felt like show us something that was like a modern comic and, you know, and we're, I, th- I think I'm really happy with it. And I know Matt is too. And, you know, bringing in Jeff now and, you know, the whole team is like really, really excited. So, yeah, you guys have a great team for that. I, I mean, I was, as I said before, like I say it again, rulers of earth, literally by Godzilla fans for Godzilla fans. You just cannot really can't get better than that. I mean, it, uh, you guys had, uh, an initial run that was like what eight issues didn't they say like six or eight issues or something like that and then they extended it for you no and actually you know that's what i was going to say is like you, you said it's you know for me personally i can do a lot better i i know i can but if if i have to give like any kind of an, ex- of an excuse it would be when we first started you know the whole series was pitched as like an ongoing or it was presented to matt and i as an ongoing so to me, I'm thinking, okay, well, that's at least 12 issues. Cool. So we, we kind of fleshed out the overall idea, um, worked in some stuff that we wanted to see happen. And then it was issue three was written or issue four. And then all of a sudden we hear, oh, by the way, it's only five issues. We're like, what? This is, there's no way this can be. There's no, it's not structured as a miniseries at all. Like this is a very slow building, slow burning sort of, you know, you know, we're introducing things like the aliens and, 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 you know, different monsters and things like that. Like, it's just, that, that can't be. Okay, well, let's see what we can do. It's like, oh, so there's a little bit of a stress. And then it was like, okay, you're doing eight issues. It's like, well, okay, cool. Well, we really wanted to have issue five and hopefully everyone's read issue five. But that was where, you know, I'm like, okay, we, we got to put the gargantuas in. Like, that's we, when I when oh, we yeah, re- for renegotiated sure. for the license, I was like, we have to get those monsters. Like, we first originally got them. I was trying to say, okay, if we're going to get Godzilla, we have to get at least. 10 or 12 other monsters and then and surprisingly toho was like okay let's do that and so i tried to pick ones that were you know kind of could play off each other if we ever did like a mothra miniseries it'd be cool we've got batra we've got kumanga because who doesn't want to see a giant spider and a giant moth possibly fight one day um so we went back and got the other monsters that's when i was like okay we got to get some of these really really you know hardcore monsters that the fans really love like you know sanda gyra um Gezera. <laughs> Bialante, yeah, Bialante, you're right. Uh, Bialante, things like that. So, um, so when it came to that, I was like, okay, cool, it's eight. And so we, you know, a couple more issues were written. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you guys can go to 12. So we've been really bugging people to like, oh, please go pre-order the book. Please buy the book. Like you're, you're really driving the sales for this. Like it's really is on you. And we really do mean that. It just, it's not a surprise that. You know, we're not trying to say, oh, but, you know, we're going to tell everyone to buy more, even though we're only, you know, we've always known we're going to do this. It's like, no, literally, like, it was like every other month, hey, the book's going to get canceled, you know, unless you sell more. Okay, we got to try, you know, and the fans have really come out and I really can't thank them enough for that. I think everybody's been, you know, really well receiving of it and, and you know, just on our Facebook page, like, I look at that and we've got tons of, like, likes, like, way more than a lot of, like, big you know other big books and stuff it's 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 really humbling that's awesome dude so how much uh like how much support do you need 
to continue the series. I mean, I'm not saying that the series can continue past 12 issues, but if there was something that fans could do, is pre-ordering the book and like buying the book, is that like the number one thing that people can do to get the series continuing past 12 issues? Or is that just like not even on the table? Well, it's tough because it's, it's more determined by the way the comic industry is. Like numbers come in based on pre-orders, based on what stores are selling or what stores are ordering based on like diamond or, or you know, or the previews that, that you get. Um, but with that being said, there's a ton of people, myself included, that enjoy reading books as trades, you know, and they don't buy single issues. They buy collected editions and that's perfectly fine. Same thing with like digital sales. So what we ask is if you buy a monthly book and you enjoy going to the comic shop, please go in, please give them, you know, these pre-order codes that we try to post every now and then and pre-order the book because early sales show everybody from my bosses down to people in accounting, down to the editors. There's, there really is a, a, um, interest in the book and people really do want it. And, it, and it's always, we tell people that too, as a way to, you know, they can guarantee that they get the book instead of it showing up and then people go, I can't get it. And, you know, there's so many times I hear people like at either shows or on our Facebook page or something saying, Oh, my shop doesn't get it. And I just tell them, like, you know, go to a different shop then, you know, yeah. go pre-order it. And if your shop will not order it, go to a different one because it's all about customer service. And there is nothing in um, any kind of clause or anything that that shops deal with that say, oh, no, if you only order one, we won't send it. No, right. they can order one copy. Yeah, that's yeah. that is really too bad. I like I haven't experienced that myself, but that sucks. Because you have good shops having. up there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We do. Uh, but I, I'm surprised that people are finding shops that like will not order it for them that's really too bad oh yeah I, and it's you know we never call those shops out by name or anything but to us we're like wow no wonder you're not doing well as a business you know not in not even for a comic book shop but just as a business like you should be trying to please your customers yeah like these are the people supporting you so so if the series only goes to 12 issues what do you think uh might be in store for the same team that you have. Is there any way you guys could get another series or a mini series done or how uh, is at, that looking? At this, at this time, I would say that it's chances are good that we could get something else. Um, we're, we're trying to work out a couple things at IDW currently to, to make that happen. And I would say that the series does have a really good shot of continuing. We're just, it's right now there's, there's some stuff going on that we're trying to work out behind the scenes. So very cool. Right on. It's good to know. Good to know. And yeah. then, so in general, are there any miniseries coming out from IDW that we should know about? I, not to not to take the focus away from Rulers of Earth, which is amazing <laughs> and everything, but like, what else is uh, is IDW got planned for the Godzilla license, especially with the movie coming out this year? There is another uh, miniseries planned. I will tell you that uh, my myself, I'm not included, or I'm not involved in it in any way other than the normal answering questions as a creative consultant kind right. of thing. Um, but um, I'll kind of leave that for Bobby, Bobby uh, Kernow, yeah, the I'll, series I'll, I'll editor. I'll leave that to, for him to answer. I'm sure you'll be reading some stuff about that pretty soon. Um, yeah, it's there's, it, it's horrible to be really vague about things, but yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely things planned. There's just things we can't really announce just yet. Right on, man. Well, seriously, I... Uh, you know, I know I cannot speak for all Godzilla fans out there, but I definitely feel like I can speak for a majority of my listeners. And 
a lot of them have really vocalized how much they really enjoy Rulers of Earth. And if if the series can continue, I mean, I'm sure you've got a lot of people who listen to this show that would definitely keep buying it. Why I really, really, really appreciate that, Kyle. I know that you've been a really strong supporter. It's it's funny. I was hearing you talk about anniversaries earlier, and it's coming up like in February. I think it's our second anniversary at IDW for having the license. And I look back and like, there's so many books we've done. Like, there's just been so much stuff that's come out. And for me, as someone that was like really being vocal about for them, you know, every day to try to get the license, it's it's really rewarding to see. Like, look, we've brought you know. You know, some stories are better than others, but, you know, we have, you know, brought these monsters in and, and I hopefully, you know, we've done the license some good and at least given the fans something to get excited about. Um, but I think that if we do continue, I think people are going to be pretty excited with the direction that we go. Um, eight was supposed to be the end of it. And then we found out we can go for more. So, it, it, you know, I'm not going to spoil that ending. You've read issue eight. So. I'll, I'll leave it. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> so I'll leave that to, <laughs> to see what people think. Um, I think you know, for as far as that issue goes, Matt and Priscilla just killed it. Yeah, the, you know, the story might be you know a little rushed or something, but they they absolutely are the reason to buy that book. You know, I'll, I'll always knock my own stuff, but um, <laughs> I will say that issue nine, you will see the appearance of two monsters that have never appeared before, and I'm pretty confident i can say any western comic book so very nice dude that's and awesome. i'm not and i'm not talking about megalon because i even count okay, yeah, the yeah. whole you know movie tie-in thing that they did well i seriously can't wait to read it and i really uh can't wait to see you at a show this year and hopefully uh hopefully we'll get together for some more beers thanks yes thank you so much for joining us on our fifth anniversary show thank you so much kyle thanks everyone out there too um i think we're gonna try to get emerald city this year Hopefully, fingers crossed really tightly that that'll happen. Um, but if not, feel free. You know, we are, we're at facebook.com slash, I think it's Godzilla Rulers of Earth. Um, look it up and we're there. And Matt and I and Jeff and Priscilla, everyone's like really easy to talk to. So let us know your likes, dislikes and, and all that. We'll, and we'll be happy to talk to them and answer some questions or whatever. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thanks again, dude, for joining us and please go chargers. Oh, they need the help right now, but okay. <laughs> thanks. <Yeah. laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you cool. soon. Later. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And there you have it. Chris Mallory of Rulers of Earth fame, Godzilla fame at IDW Publishing. That dude, uh, speaking of like memories kind of thing, I met him. Uh, he had sent me an email, but I was down at WonderCon a few years ago, and uh, and that's where I finally met met him and then the next year he asked me if i wanted to be on like the idw publishing godzilla uh the panel that they were doing it was a ton of fun i got to i got to do something like i'm doing right now i got to ask trivia questions (laughs) and uh had people answer them in the audience and uh one of the guys was like kind of freaking out uh because he didn't think we were going to be doing some kind of line thing but anyway we're going to move on (laughs) We are going to move on to the next question in the trivia contest stuff. And uh, what's included in this prize pack is the best of Godzilla 1954 to 1975 soundtrack CD. You know, it's the best of. Got some good tracks on there. Uh, The Godzilla Legends trade paperback, 
also provided by Hilltown Kaiju, uh, Monster Project CD, IDW Publishing, Smattering of Comics, and, uh, like I said before, uh, San Diego Comic-Con Godzilla Encounter poster. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and take this one as well, instead of you guys. We'll come to your questions later. According to the international dub of Godzilla vs. Gigan, where does Gigan come from? I will say, I'm not going to be super particular about the ordering of the words, but you have to get all three of them correct. <laughs> all three of them. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so, the first person to get all three of the words correct was Detective Alt-L. So, uh, Detective... Please send me an email to controller at kaijucast.com. The correct answer was Space Hunter M Nebula. Isn't it Space Hunter Nebula M? But that's what I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) Andy and I were having breakfast this morning, and I was like looking it up online, trying to figure out exactly if it was like Space Hunter M Nebula or Space Hunter or Nebula M Space Hunter or, you know, whatever. And I just, there were several different like, References online. I was like, ah, I'm not going to be too particular about it. But uh, congratulations to the detective. Uh, guess what, guys? We are actually going to make a phone call. We're going to get a call, hopefully, from uh, from Miss Heather Brask in a second. I just have to load something up. In the meantime, do me a favor. Don't let there be dead air. No dead air. <laughs> no. Well, you know, one thing I was kind of curious about, the question I was going to ask Chris, but... Kyle asked it instead was about the, uh, you know, upcoming things are going to be happening, like the miniseries and stuff. I have to assume it's going to be some sort of tie in with the film. Yeah. Right, or something like that, wouldn't you think? They're going to do something to at least maybe not tie into the movie directly, but have a Godzilla series out there while the movies in theaters. Yeah. I mean, this is the year to do it. I mean, Godzilla's yeah. going to be in. It depends on licensing because yeah, the, I... the Godzilla movie is with, legendary pictures yeah and they do have their own comic book distribution well that might be a problem and so i don't know how i don't know how licensing works back and forth with that and yeah i would imagine that's just something that's negotiated out yeah yeah i i know for a fact that uh well i know well let's just say not know for a fact but i have a very very good inside track that they do not have the license for the movie Mm -hmm. okay so, which is a shame because I really do think that, you know, Alf, you know, throughout everything that's been going on, like IDW really has been making a solid effort to give us good, well-made Godzilla comics. You know what I mean? It's like, it's really too bad. Well, the thing is, I think it's like, a, okay, whoever has the license then for the comic are probably going to do, I don't know if they even do like official adaptations anymore or if they just do prequel books and sequel type books mm-hmm. which i think like after the film comes out whatever company is putting those comics out are just doing it to hype the film they yeah. don't really have you know the end game like oh we want to keep this going right unless it sells really well but i don't really think that's they're just trying to make a quick buck you know mm-hmm. for four or six weeks or something like that while the film comes out sure some of them could be and i um I've purposely not looked into the film well enough to, to try to see what it's, what his whole story arc is going to be like. Hey, you know, if it's meant to be 
a remake of the original or the remake of the 84 or if it's its own standalone with the same uh homage or history or like how how they're going to do all of that um but it it seems like so far the idw stuff is really true to the nature of the way godzilla has always been portrayed in the original toho films yeah so i don't i don't know what hollywood is going to try to do with that then so and i'm going to and i'm going to try to stay away from too much info yeah. I thought like with Pacific Rim last year, there was like a lot of, like, I saw too much almost. I'm like, I just kind of quit watching the trailers after a while. Yeah. I got a feeling Godzilla's going to be the same onslaught of, yeah, of stuff. I'm just going to try to like, you know, I'll be tempted. I'll watch everything once. But. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a very good policy. So <laughs> not yet. Um, so yeah, but it, it, admittedly, I'm, I'm kind of excited that first teaser that came out. My, my my mind was kind of blown just the what they did with it. I'm I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I, I saw the teaser at um when I went to the theater over the holidays, and it was just kind of interesting seeing the audience reaction mm-hmm. around there. What did you see and, the teaser with? And it was uh the uh, Hobbit smog. Yeah, smog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I just tell people kind of like oh, and then when you know at the end people are like oh, you know, get mumbling and stuff. So yeah, and the trailer's actually better than the uh, Desolation of Smog. So it. Most trailers are better than the films because it's the art of making a trailer. That's right. That's where all the art of filmmaking is. That, you know. I want to find out if Heather has seen the new trailer for for uh, Godzilla yet. Mm-hmm. Is she there? I am here, Yay! and you know what? Hey, Heather. <laughs> I am just barely. Um, I'm getting really bad reception at the moment as I'm sitting here next to the bay down in California. Uh, staring at the bridge and, and lovely boats and things, but I have only seen the teaser so far. I was not able to get it. It did like my iPad for some reason, and I don't have my home computer set up. So. That's okay. Uh, we miss you, uh, Heather. I, <laughs> I kind of think... liked her segue. Hey guys, I'm on the beach. Bad reception, but. No, she's on the, where in I am. the bay, not on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heather, it's been too, too long since you've been on the show. And it might have been too long since you've been on the show again. Well, she was on for about <laughs> yeah, 15 she was, yeah. Yeah. she was on, yeah. It was a great appearance <laughs> to mark the fifth anniversary. That was one of my favorite moments <laughs> from the future. In Kaiju cast history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> it says, it says that I ended the call, but that is not the case. <laughs> What are they thinking? We've got seven more minutes to pad out with that call. Nah, not that much. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. A, <laughs> we need to actually move on. Uh, I will talk to Heather later, but I'm sure. Let's see. I I know that people miss her, and uh, for the record, since we're recording, I really miss Heather. If uh, if people have been wondering where she has been, uh, basically Heather used to live really close to me, and so. Picking up Heather for a podcast was the easiest thing in the world. I just had to drive up the street. Uh, unfortunately, she uh, moved way out east to, uh, I'm not going to give Portland landmarks, but she moved like <laughs> far well, away, well, well yeah. over a half hour drive in no traffic away from me. So it's, it's like not really conducive for me to uh, pick her up. And she just hasn't been able to make a lot of the episodes. However, we are definitely hoping to have her on the show again very soon. She's still an official co-host, even though she hasn't really been able to make it. Hey, I got a good idea. Before we take a break, El Jefe, mm-hmm. 
Why don't we get your top five? My top five, yes. Break Let's out see. that list, please. Number five from 1961. I'm going with Mothra. Big surprise there, yeah, right? Yeah. I almost thought that we should have had a discussion of what we all thought Jeff's top five films yes. were before we had Jeff's top five yes. films. Number four is the American dub version of Mothra. <laughs> Number four is Godzilla vs. Destroyer, the last of the Heisei series, 1995. Number three, Mothra vs. Godzilla, the first film from the Showa era, 1964. Number two, Dimogen from 1966. Number one, GMK from 2001. Oh, GMK is making nice. the list. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. That's my top five. So how did you come about that top five? Because it was very similar to the top the, the top five in your top ten. Remember when we were driving back from yes. uh, Emerald City that one year? It was very good. Yeah, so. yeah. Last year when we spent like two and a half hours doing our top ten or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just... You know, I mean, really for me, like the top three or four was, was pretty solid. It's, I don't think that's really going to change very much. But when you get past the five to 10 and up, you know, things start shifting around a little bit more. Yeah. Kind of depending on sometimes what I've just watched or, you know, and stuff like that. But really the top three or four, I think are pretty solid. I don't think that's really going to change. Yeah. We were talking last night and you could ask me next year and I might have a whole different top five. Yeah, I don't think I would have an entirely different top five, but I would definitely, some of those in there might fluctuate. Yeah. Like even something last night that I brought up today, I was like, oh, wait, no, that's number six, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm solid. Like my top three was the same top three that we, we had talked about last right. year or two years ago, whenever that was. Very cool. And yeah. you guys have a deeper base than I have, too. Like, you know, it, I say that I, I'm probably the one who could vary at this point yeah, in time, yeah. because there's so many that I haven't seen. I haven't watched all of Death Kappa, and that could <laughs> bump something. Listen, if Latitude Zero Latitude is in yours, <laughs> yeah. Death Kappa could be in there, too. The ending of Death Kappa totally saves the movie. No, <laughs> nice. Uh, and did you prepare a trivia question for us, sir? I did. Do you want that right now? Yeah. Do you don't? Uh, do you happen to have it written down? I do. Do you have the answer written down? I do. Okay, because I don't know what you're going to ask. And last year, there was that kerfuffle about the... <laughs> Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh, there was. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Here you go, man. Jeff is going to answer, ask a question. I'm going to answer the question, No, no, don't do that. Uh, Jeff is going to ask a question. People in the chat room will answer. The first person to uh, answer will win prize pack number three, which includes an extra-large San Diego Comic-Con 2011 Godzilla shirt. Now, this is the one that was drawn by Matt Frank, so it's got Godzilla and Mothra facing off uh, against each other in front of the San Diego Comic-Con Convention Center. It also includes a set of four Ultra Kaiju prints, which include an Ultraman, Ultraman fighting Balton, uh, I think Kanagon, and Garamon. Or I should say Pigmon, actually, if it's Ultraman. So that is also included in the set. A an art print. This is, sounds terrible, and I apologize to the artist, and hopefully I'll be able to find it later. But there's an artist who made a Godzilla print that I picked up at Wizard World Portland, uh, Portland Comic Con last year. Mm-hmm. It's this really cool Godzilla, like it, it's almost like he's freaking out, like blasting something off off screen or off the page, and it says Gojira at the top in real big letters. And, of course, uh, it also includes the Monster Project CD, some IDW publishing Godzilla comics, and a San Diego Comic-Con 2013 Godzilla Encounter poster. 
Nice. Yeah. So that's prize pack number three. Lay it on me, man. Alrighty. What toy company released the Godzilla action figures for the 1998 TriStar film? All these super easy questions. All these super easy questions. You guys should be super happy about it. Ah, oh, Earn. Earn was the first person to nice. write in with Trend Masters. Congratulations, Earn. Uh, I'm going to ask think- you to send me an email, even though I already know who you are, and I know I think I would probably know have your address on file from last year. Yeah, because I was going to say, <laughs> Earn won last year. He won one of the prize packs last year. Yeah, last year was awesome because Earn really wanted the, um, I think it was the Meltdown SH Monster Arts figure. And uh, but he kept trying to win the other prize packs as well, and then he was just like, "I'm winning that," and uh, <laughs> and I think I even called him out on it. I was like, "You better bring your A game," and then he totally did. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So uh, we are going to take a quick break. I'm going to play a song. Hmm, I don't even know what I'm going to play yet. Something something cool. Let's see. You guys talk for me, so I don't have a little dead air. <laughs> My mouth is full. Oh, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> uh, let's see. You guys want to hear something weird or something weird. like classic? Always weird. Weird? weird? Always okay, go yeah. with weird over classic. Always go with weird. Okay, so because you asked for weird, we are going to play something from the uh, Godzilla Perfect Box set. This one is called Monster Game.
エピラニーゲゾラカマキラガニメカオと言ったらしっかり探せ同じ名前が仲間だぞラランダランラランダランラランダダンのし
Weep, weep. So, uh... Oh, weird, that's weird. Why am I not hearing myself? That just made my whole day. That, that track. Oh, was, uh, there I go. Yeah, I can hear me now. Hey, <laughs> it's a live show, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> my headphones weren't up enough, yeah. So, whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey, you know what? We talked to Martin about his top five, but we did not get a trivia question out of him. So, you ready to answer that, uh, ask that trivia question? I have a trivia question all ready to go for folks. All right. I believe we're going to say that this is, uh, oh, this is already prize pack number four. This is going by very quickly. We have in prize pack number four an M11, aka Robert Scott Field autograph board. Now, that was something I picked up at G Fest. If you haven't seen an autograph board, this is basically like a, I'm guessing it's about 10 inches by 10 inches. It's a white piece of, uh, board that's, it's, it's usually just plain white, but he's got a picture of himself up at the top left and then he's, he's autographed it. So there you go. M11 Android himself has signed that. We also have a Kadoja print in this. Uh, we have the Monster Project CD, IDW Publishing Comics, and a San Diego Comic Con Godzilla Encounter poster. Now, who's going to win this prize? Martin? We shall see. All right, here we go, guys, with the question. Russ Tamblin is known as Dr. Paul Stewart in War of the Gargantuas. He's also known famously for his role as a doctor on Twin Peaks. What is his character's name? And it has to be first and last. There you go, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Martin's handing me his phone. Jeff's taking a photo of me. <laughs> and uh, people are saying things. But, oh, there you go. Lawrence Jacoby. Jonathan Westmoreland has the correct answer. Very nice. Good nice job. work, Jonathan. Jonathan also won last year as well. We've got two winners in a row that were uh, that were big winners last year too. So Jonathan, uh, I believe I already have your information as well, but go ahead and send me a uh, a message saying that you you won prize pack number four. I'm writing your name down in my little book here. Uh, yeah, and then I think let's see, it's two fifty two. And yeah, we've got uh, one, two, three more prize packs left for the rest of the show. Some really awesome stuff in those. Uh, I think it's time for us to uh, to do a little talking about uh, about uh, the Kaiju Cast. One of the things I asked these guys to come up with uh, were favorite moments in kaiju cast history wow these are new microphone stands and they have springs on them so you can hear them do this <laughs> so i can make my own monster sounds like <laughs> anyway i asked these i talk with my hands anybody who's met me in person knows that i talk with my hands a lot so why are you screaming at me yeah, with yeah. your hands <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> your fists are yelling <laughs> this says shut up anyway uh yeah so i asked these guys to come up with like sort of like their favorite kaiju cast moment over the last five years uh, and you know, Martin, you were with me for the very first episode. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear your favorite moments. If you, if you have one, I have two favorite moments and I actually couldn't discern between, uh, which one was the best. Don't tell me. Okay. Latitude zero. <laughs> that actually, <laughs> I, that one, it was a three way tie at one point okay. in time and okay. I had to refine so. it and, and latitude zero dropped out. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, my tie goes to, the very first episode, 
ever having, because I'd never done any kind of podcast before. I'd never been on anyone's show, anything like that. It was like uh, just all of that. Being on your show, being a part of that, being asked to, like, that was a, it was a really big deal. And I, uh, I felt really bad because I felt so ignorant about what I was. And I, I just, oh, Martin, you're so ignorant. I know. <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. Yeah, that's right. But it was, that was so great. And I, and I still, um, and I, I download, I have all the podcasts all downloaded. I have all of them stored for no creepy reason whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I listen to it when I go to sleep. <laughs> so yeah, that, oh, that one. Uh, and, and I have to tell you, I had such a good time when we all went and saw, and I think this one counts the, the Pacific Rim. Yeah. Them, when we yeah. went and saw Pacific Rim, uh, and I didn't include that in the top five, I, I kind of felt like that was cheating in the films, but, um, I loved that. I was so excited all day long. And then we go to the theater as the group and we watch this thing and I totally love the whole thing. Well, then we go back to, to Jeff's place and Jeff's place is awesome. It's, it's in the same kind of vein as, as the Kaiju cast studios with all the stuff. And we're all in there and we're all talking about that was such a good time. I just, I had a blast doing that. You know, we're probably going to do something similar when, when we go see Godzilla. I assumed I was hoping. It's not for sure a done deal because part of me thinks that maybe we should actually like go watch it and then everyone should come back like a day later, which unfortunately requires like scheduling a bunch of people to go see a preview and then coming back. So, so are are we still waiting on the the invitation from uh, Legendary and Gareth Edwards for the group <laughs> to to personally be there with? Him and the Hollywood Walt, premiere. Walter White will be hanging out with us the whole time. And <laughs> I'm sure at any moment now, I'm going to get that call from Gareth telling me, hey, man, just come on, fly down to L.A. so you can see the oh, editing Wait, process. my phone's yeah. ringing. Maybe I think he's calling me. And you can walk the red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is his Brown name was... in the chat room the real Gareth Edwards? <laughs> the real Gareth Edwards. <laughs> Hashtag not really. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> We've got a little more time before our next uh, our next caller. Did you did you have anything else you wanted to mention there? Or those those, those, were your those guys, are the right? two. Yeah, that's seriously. It's been. Uh, I mean, I know we're continuing the show, so I'm not trying to get like all. It's been great, but it <laughs> it's been really great having you on the show, and I've gotten a lot of feedback from people talking about how they they like the perspective that you bring as someone who hasn't you know been they haven't grown up with this stuff and. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's good. What about you, Mr. Campbell? My, I, I cheated. Uh, I have two as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just pick cheaters. Just one. There's so many good moments. There's a hundred cool, episodes. Cool. How do I? Uh, my first uh would be uh the Godzilla versus Megalon discussion because that was my first homework submission. Oh, okay. That was right just on. after I found the show. And, Interesting. Yeah, and I like that episode because you. I know you're not a big fan of the movie. Yeah. But you made a point in the show to say nothing negative and just focus on the positive. Right. I'm looking forward to watching that one again because since that film, I've now heard the commentary. Yeah. And I can, I can bring a little bit more like actual information yeah. into the, into that episode. Yeah. So. But I like that because it was, you know, indicative of, you know, the positive outlook this show has on a, on a genre that you know some people look down on so it's always good to focus on positives i agree with that statement for sure and then uh my second one would be the uh the emerald city 
uh, episode from a couple years ago because that was my first exposure to podcasting. Uh, it was uh, me and uh, I think his name was Cody from Calgary. Uh, we sat down and recorded for 15 minutes or so and on the Sunday. Yeah, in that uh, down below one of the escalators or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah, in the food court. <laughs> I remember that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so that that put the flea in my ear about podcasting and and now look at you, and man. Now look at me. We'll talk I'm... to you a little bit later about Kaiju 101. So cool. Yep. I don't want to blow up your spot. Okay, that's what people say. That's a I've, teaser, heard, I've yeah. heard that term before. Yeah, we're saving that for last, right? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, do you have one a favorite? moment or are you just like I, I have a few you do yeah really I'm gonna, a few yeah okay um you know i think like as regards to something we recorded for you know for the show i remember the one of the most memorable moments is like when we watched for the daikaiju discussion daimajin i think like we all kind of felt the same way just like i remember we talked for a long time after that yeah and it's like one of those movies um up until that point i had seen it a number of times and like we, i think we all kind of felt the same way we're just kind of blown blown away at how good it is. I know we just kind of kept going on and on. It's like a total like gush fest about the film, <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> but it was keep this family friendly, Jeff. Please, gush fest is family friendly. Is it? Is it? <laughs> okay. Um, and I'll and a couple other moments is like when we have the uh, kaiju cast parties where we get together, like at Emerald City when I first met Andy a couple of years ago. Those yeah. are always a blast. Or like at Monster Palooza last year. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is doing doing the panels for Kaiju Cast and just you know meeting people and um, the guy with the theremin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. I have to quick. I quickly have to tell this story. As uh, I, you know, we started a, a video channel this last this past year, and uh, I shot some video at Monster Palooza, which unfortunately has not been put together. In it, I was just had the camera wandering through the crowds, and there was a dude like dressed like an old mad scientist, white hair and uh, and a lab coat, and he had a theremin with him. You know, and a theremin has that very distinctive sound, like kind of stuff. And and so he was doing something, and and he he saw me, and he goes, "Oh no, no, wait, do, do that again. I have a thing I do for cameras." And so he had a full like. 10 second little act that he did. Yeah, he's kind of like and it maniacally was, mad yeah, doctor laughing. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was uh it was really funny, but I showed it to Jeff and he was like he thought that was the awesomest thing in the world <laughs> and for the the succeeding 7 months he was like Hey man, when are you gonna get that? Uh, when are you gonna get that Monster Palooza video ready? <laughs> well, it's like I mean that was like we shot a lot of stuff that weekend, and plus we recorded like for an over an hour with Steve Rifle. Yeah, yeah, up in that's the hotel true. room. That's true. And then we had a fantastic time at the Kaiju Cast dinner that night at that crowded bar in Burbank. Yeah, and then we had it fun man. In and out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In and out. That was rad. That was a good time. Yeah. The, yeah. The listener parties. The the. When we can get together with actual like fans and hang out, and you know, it doesn't really matter if you just kind of like Godzilla or you just only listen to a little bit of the Kaiju Cast, or you know, it's just a ton of fun. And I'll I'll talk about my favorite moments with the Kaiju Cast a little bit later. Uh, but we are going to move on, and we are going to get in touch with our next guest. Uh, I actually came to uh, this point where I was. I was learning about new podcasts and I found that these guys had started their own, uh, they had started their own, uh, 
Kickstarter campaign. Now, this is a podcast that we're going to be talking to uh, one of the guys from Justice in the Capitol, and they they basically started a Kickstarter campaign specifically to do a film festival in Austin, Texas. Uh, I am trying to get in touch with him right now, and it's not running. Hang on a second. Actually, you guys don't hang on a second. Help me out while I do this. I got to message him. Oh, there we go. There we go. We got him. Sorry. Okay. We don't have to do that anymore. Something yeah. really profound. All right. We're good. We're good. We've got him. We've got him. Hey, Trey, how's it going, man? I see you, but I cannot hear you. Trey, this is a live show. This is like, there you go, man. You're on. You're on. Can you hear us? Hold on. Okay, I'm holding. Well, we're, we're, we're going to keep, keep talking. Uh, I'm actually going to go back to my Skype window and send you a message. Uh, you like it when I sing and mumble on the show? <laughs> you never ever really gets to hear that because I always Here's uh, what I'm typing. edited that out. I'm in Skype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to prove it's a live show, right? Yeah, some, <laughs> somehow. So people have to know. People. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. It's cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, all good. There we go. Right on. Hey, Trey, can you hear us? Uh, sure can. Hey, man, how you, you hear doing? Me? Yeah, definitely. Coming through loud and clear. All right. That's good. <laughs> now, truth be told, I haven't actually really spoken to Trey yet. This is the first time we've actually been able to connect, but... They contacted the Kaiju cast a little while ago and asked if we would help promote their, uh, not Kickstarter, but Indiegogo campaign for their, uh, well, actually, why don't you go ahead and tell us, man? Tell us a little bit about, uh, the Indiegogo campaign. Most certainly. Um, we at Justin Capital, like, um, many people like dreaming really big. So we hollered at, um, Alamo Draft House and we told them, yo, um, Godzilla's coming. So, uh, hail the king. And let's have a huge, huge, uh, festival. So they said, uh, that's awesome. Let's do it. Um, we decided to, uh, attack this as early as possible. So I think we actually launched this like November 15th. But, uh, as y'all know, uh, Godzilla's not due to like May 16th ish. So we decided, um, to save us time on coding and going through, um, to to make sure that we were going instead of going through all the coding and development of a, a point of sales terminal, we decided to use Indiegogo um, out of convenience. So um, we currently are using them for a uh, uh, excuse me sixty day stint. Uh, it's called for the film festival. It's called Texas Toku Tyson. Sorry, that was very wordy. Uh, I've been all over the place today. <laughs> yeah, you have a brand new baby, so yeah, you're sleep deprived. I understand. <laughs> oh, oh man, <laughs> and how? Right on. Um, so but yeah, the, the Texas Tokutizen, like I said, is uh, uh, us at the Justice and Capital podcast is uh, me, uh, Jay Justice, and my bro Ian Ivy, and uh, we sit down and talk about grownups and spandex and sparks and yada yada, like Tokusatsu as a whole. And we thought it'd be really cool to start a tradition because um, we're looking as next year, or if this does well, next year we'll be touring with this, going to other Alamo Draft House locations. Um, we want to make this a traditional thing where we can actually have independent tokusatsu uh, studios come out and show what they're doing and how they're carrying the tradition of the big kaiju and the, the big mecha and the grunts and spandex and that tradition. Um, and I mean, it, it, it's, it's slow but steady where we're finally breaking through to getting everyone else to, oh yeah, 
uh, Tokusatsu Film Fest. It sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, I I've done a film festival before, and I I definitely think that sounds awesome. Uh, tell the listeners a little bit more about what you hope to achieve with that film festival, because I know that you have a pretty lofty goal. But with Indiegogo, uh, as opposed to Kickstarter, Kickstarter actually. If you don't get the full funding, then you don't get anything. But Indiegogo at least will give you the 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 pledges that you've received. Yeah, and they give it to you almost in real time for a majority of them, except credit card orders. Um, but for PayPal, um, any PayPal order that comes through, we immediately get the money. We've been using seventy percent. I actually have like analytics figures for it, but we use about seventy some odd percent of the funds for marketing. Because believe it or not, even just posting one or two things in a forum does not turn heads. <laughs> yeah. So we've been doing a lot of uh, canvassing, um, doing a we we have our video here, and we have a few other like trailers we're actually trying to make uh, with a few friends here in town um, that we'll be showcasing during Anime Tuesdays um, at the Alamo Draft House here. Um, we have spent a, quite a bit to try and book a few gentlemen. We talked to Daniel Southworth. Um, Don Fry. Um, he nice. left an intimidating voice message. Um, on my phone, like scared me. <laughs> scared me. Like I was driving and my wife had the phone, and she's like, "You're, you're gonna want to hear this." <laughs> and I think I almost cried. Um, but yeah, we were talking to Don Fry. Uh, we had Ruben Langdon. Uh, we know him from uh, Double May Cry, but he was also in a series called Beef Fighter Kabuto. Um, he was the first American suit and character actor. Um, in a Japanese Tokusatsu production. Um, yeah, we just, wow. It's just been us trying to book people, us trying to just make it bigger and bigger. Uh, what we're trying to do moving forward with this is actually not only showcasing the, the goodness of tokusatsu that already exists, but like to, to garner the discussion on how we as a community can start moving forward and keeping this in the, the main scope for people like Legendary and other production studios that have been interested in tokusatsu i mean everyone remembers troma came out with uh what was it kabuki man way back when with uh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Sergeant yeah. kabuki man nypd yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just watched that recently again <laughs> it's just so ridiculously awesome <laughs> mr kaufman he knows how to w- spend a lot of money and uh lose a lot of money all at the same time you know like <laughs> yeah for sure guy. Anyway, man, so tell us a little bit more about your actual podcast, too. Like, uh, like, like I was telling you earlier today, like, I just recently, as soon as I found out about your Kickstarter, that's when, or your Indiegogo, that's when I found out about the, uh, Justice in the Capital podcast. Well, our podcast was way back when, um, I'd say in the years of yore, uh, that's about two years ago. Uh, we used to have a spot here. Uh, my friend Jay, who used to work at a game over video games here in town. Uh, we used to talk about Super Sentai and Power Rangers and have like critical nerd discussions at game over all the time. And we take them out to, uh, what he called the Justice Lounge, where we just play Street Fighter Cross Tekken or like random games and talk. And we're like, yo, these should be recorded. And so. Me being, I'm an odd, a big audiophile, you know, like I got my hi-fi speaker set up downstairs, like I'm sitting right next to a bass. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll, t- I'll take you seriously. And so, uh, about two weeks later, I came at him with a mic and I was like, yo, let's talk. And, uh, from there, we had like a myriad of episodes pre-recorded from there, but, uh, due to random technical glitches and yada yada, we didn't like the formula. 
So we started again, uh, I think about June. He would correct me right now if, if you were here. Um, we started again about June and it was just me, uh, my dude Jay and Ian. And we sat down and we we're just like, let's talk about, uh, the, the bane of everyone's tokusatsu existence, existence right now. Uh, it was, I think it was superhero Tizen. And from there, just, we just kept going. Right on. So you guys cover a lot of the, the Super Sentai stuff. Uh, that is definitely something that you are absolutely not stepping on each other as far as this podcast is concerned. We basically have only, uh, tackled any kind of Ultraman stuff. It's always cool to like hear somebody who has a, a deep appreciation for Tokusatsu stuff and definitely cool when there's like somebody who does something different. I'm a huge fan of the DIY aspects of podcasting. And man, I think what you guys are doing is great. And the fact that you're, Setting up a, a a film festival just makes it even better, man. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Um, and we we cover it all. Like we 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 had an episode just recently. We were talking about crossovers in Tokusatsu, and we went from like what we'd want to see, like Giver, um, crossing over with I think Witchblade was one of them. Um, to like we had well, of course, well, Ian is the resident kaiju side of it. Like we we all have our proclivities in the podcast and he's the Ultraman. He watches all Ultraman. I have his hard drive downstairs is just stacked and stacked with Ultraman and uh, we, we cover it all from Go Risers. We have like the Malaysian Tokusatsu productions somewhere on, on our stuff. Uh, there's a movie that just came out in the Philippines called Blue Bustamante. I think we're going to have an episode about that in the future. Um, we we just we we everything Tokusatsu from, from here in the States all the way back to the motherland Japan. Like, we're just focusing on spreading the love. That is awesome, man. And spreading the love is really what it's all about when, when it comes to these kinds of podcasts. Uh, man, is there, can we, can you tell us anything a little bit more about, like, uh, about the actual campaign that you guys got going? Like, there's less than 60 hours left. Uh, I'm really happy to see that you guys have raised, uh, a thousand dollars for it. Is there, uh, like, how would you get people to contribute to this if, if they don't live in Austin? How, like, how would you sell this to them just as a, as a means of support? Um, you guys want to see Godzilla before it sells out? Um, here, get your $35 pass that has you chilling with all the people who have loved Godzilla since day one. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's pretty much like pre-ordering a ticket to Godzilla. Um, you guaranteed the showing. Uh, we're gonna be the first showing in like in the st- the United States of the Godzilla movie. Um, and I mean, it's just it's just a great time. Uh, it's kind of a convention and kind of a film festival. So, like I said, we'll also have other production studios talking about things that they do. Um, but if I were to sell it in, in short, to be like, be first rather than be last. Nice, <laughs> nice, very good, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, man, and being part of our uh, our 100th episode and 5th anniversary extravaganza. And I really hope to talk with you guys a little bit later, and uh, maybe we can do some collaboration stuff together. Oh, man, that would be great, because uh, Ian feels very alone being the only super file in a... <laughs> Amongst the trio. So. Right. Right on, man. Well, hey, uh, go get some sleep and rest yourself uh, so you can take care of that baby. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that Kaijin just stole all of my life force. So. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, man. Thanks for talking with us, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you, brothers. Y'all take care. 
Right. Goodbye. And there we have it. Little technical difficulties up ahead, uh, up ahead, up in front at the top of the call. But I think, yeah, what they have going on is really cool. I'm really glad that they, uh, decided to do an Indiegogo instead of a Kickstarter because of the whole aspect where they can still get the funding mm-hmm. that has been pledged to them. Cause man, if you're doing a film festival and you have money coming in that's not actually going to make it like like because they've got a lofty goal of $15,354 which is seriously a lot of money like as a as someone who's re, uh, run a film festival in the past I was very impressed with that as a as a target but I think it's because they're using Indiegogo and that way they can whatever they get they can just move towards that and hopefully they'll get as close as they can they've got less than 60 hours left they got about a thousand dollars raised. Even uh, donating as little as five dollars can help them. I feel like one of those guys on TV walking through like the slums of Africa. <laughs> Did you know that as little as for the, for the price <laughs> of a venti cup of coffee, you can help Godzilla and his rubber-suited foes come to a theater near you, or maybe not near you. I'm, this is for them. But anyway, <laughs> if you're by the Alamo Draft House, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we're gonna go ahead and do another giveaway. It's time for another trivia question. So we've already gotten Martin's out of the way. We've already gotten Jeff's out of the way. I think it's time for me to ask another trivia question if I can find my phone. Uh, which, it's around, right? I can call it. There it it is. I got it. Yeah, please call my phone (laughs) on the live show. (laughs) His number is? Uh, 503-123-4567. The, uh, the trivia question that I have, once again, you'll need to answer this in the chat room. Uh, and oh, I should probably say what's in trivia prize pack number five. Okay. This is where it gets rad. We have a kaiju cast print. This is the, uh, the Sumie style of the 1992 Godzilla printed on rice paper, something that was not produced in very many quantities. We have a Pacific Rim poster. This was a promotional poster that uh, they did like several of them before the movie came out, like right as the movie was coming out. So if you went to the midnight screening, you'd get a, a free poster. And this one uh, is, I posted it on the Facebook page, just like Gypsy Danger. I think it's the guy who did uh, Metal Gear Solid is the artist behind that. And uh, in addition to that, we are also giving away our first, or actually our second autograph. This is the uh, first autograph given away by Jim Cirinella, uh, who used to run Club Daikaiju. And now what he's been doing is he's been helping conventions by bringing guests to those conventions. And we are going to start things off by giving away the Kenji Sahara autograph picture. And not only is Kenji Sahara in this photo, Akiko Wakabayashi is also in this photo. She's my favorite Toho actress. (laughs) So I will say we've already done the Gagan one. And that one. Oh, this is this is an easy one. This is an easy one, you guys. I'm on it. All right, chat room, you guys ready? What color is Gamera's blood? And go. You'd have game show music. I could do that and be very simple for me to do. There we go. All right, we got our first winner. 
Joshua. No, I'm sorry, Joshua. You said damn. Uh, Kaiju Johnny. Kaiju Johnny said green. Cameron's blood is green. Kaiju Johnny, please send an email to controller at kaijucast.com. Uh, and make sure that you mention that you won prize pack number five. But I'm going to say, uh, Joshua, hello anyway, because Joshua's a, a buddy of mine. He, when we were talking about favorite Kaiju Cast moments, one of the things he posted in there in the chat room was the Kaiju Cast camp out at San Diego Comic Con, where, uh, we, uh, we basically were waiting in line for the Godzilla panel. <laughs> so over, overnight. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, but it was also ridiculous. I don't think I would ever do that again. <laughs> like, I would do it again if I had to kind of thing, but man, it's just not the way to go. Uh, anyway, we have with us here. Oh, I, I need to mention something. Trey asked me if I would, uh, mention that for their, uh, for their Kickstarter. Give me a second. They will be selling passes on their website all the way up until May for that. Not Kickstarter, Indiegogo. I have like so many people sending me Kickstarter stuff that it's just like ingrained in my gray matter. But yeah, uh, the Justice in the, uh, in the Capitol guys are also selling their passes all the way up till May on their website. So let's move on. Let's actually talk to Mr. Kaiju 101 here. Mr. Kaiju 101. Okay. First off, did you know? I don't know if I told you this. When we went to Japan, the lady and I went to Japan, we were staying with our friends, uh, and they didn't know very much about Godzilla stuff, but, uh, they were enthralled at the amount of, uh, useless trivia that I was throwing <laughs> out of my mouth. And they, they totally called me American Kaiju professor. They I were saw like, that. they were like, you should come, you should work here. You should be a professor. And I was like, and I was thinking about it just now. I'm like, well, I've actually got the professor of Kaiju 101 sitting here in the studio yeah. right now. Andy, thank you so much for coming down, not just for coming down to the live show, being part of this, uh, this amazing, uh, experience, but yeah, it's because it's an amazing experience for all you guys, right? <laughs> it is. It is. Sorry. That's, uh, for me, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's a big milestone, you guys. Uh, but you know, you drove all the way down from Canada, not just for this, but for the, the party we had last night. Yes. Which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Everybody here came. Oh, wait. Martin did come. <laughs> Almost everyone here came. <laughs> <laughs> I had my own party. <laughs> yeah. It was a night of parties. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a fun time. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming down. So tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell about myself. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about your podcast, dude. We got to fill the people in. Who hasn't heard of Kaiju 101? You need to hear about Kaiju 101. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's uh, a little bit about me. Um, from Canada, obviously. Um, I, I went to university. I got my degree in biology. So I've always had sort of this love of science and a love of Godzilla. So it only seemed natural when I wanted to do my own podcast, you know, sort of, you got kaiju in my science. You got science in my kaiju. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mash them together. And yeah, kaiju 101 was born. So are you, uh, what's your end goal, man? What do you, like, what do you, what do you see yourself, wait, wait, let's do this like a job interview. <laughs> Who do you see yourself in five <laughs> years? <laughs> First, what are your weaknesses? I can actually totally say that. I can totally say, where do you see yourself in five years now? Uh, in I five years, I will. Tenure. I have tenure. <laughs> That's right. It'll be my sixth year in five years. Yeah, we're just coming up on one year 
in February. Or we, me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, in five years, I hope to be educating the Godzilla fandom in science and introducing science enthusiasts to Godzilla movies. It's sort of the the mission statement of the show, I guess, if there is one. Yeah. How's that going so far? Good. I've gotten lots of uh, lots of good positive feedback. I've heard from legitimate scientists who listen to the show. No way. That's which cool, was man. Super intimidating. It <laughs> 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 made me double and triple check all the facts that I, I put on the show. But yeah, no, that was, it's really, it's good to know that people are not only enjoying the show, but learning stuff from it too. Yeah. I think, uh, just your, your, uh, episode on moth sex was. Moth sex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. That, that was like, uh, <laughs> that was like eye opening. I was like, oh, he's really getting into it. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is not. And so are the moths. So you <laughs> watched, uh, yeah. <laughs> Watching Mothra, you didn't you did you ever wonder where those eggs are coming from? Oh yes, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um it's oh my uh God. I, <laughs> you open the door, I'm gonna walk. <laughs> um No, but I you know, one thing I do like about your show is like, you know, you're tackling at a different angle. Yeah. It's an original show. Yeah, that was I mean, there's so many podcasts out there and I think to really separate yourself you have to be something a little bit different. Yeah. And, and you're doing that. Yeah, I didn't want to be, you know, obviously hard to uh emulate this, you know. Yeah. The kaiju cast. It'd be very hard. It'd be very to hard emulate to emulate the kaiju cast. Mostly yeah. because a bunch of yokels sitting around microphones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So talking yeah. about dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I, I Yeah, that was part of it was I wanted to find a novel approach to yeah, the, uh, the topic. I like it, man. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of of uh, like I was talking like when I mentioned Justice in the Capitol. You know, those guys are doing something different, and I think first off, grabbing a microphone and recording your own podcast and wanting it to sound good—that's like step one. And the fact that you're doing it yourself and you're like just putting yourself out there is amazing. Yeah, and then for you to come up with a concept. That's unique, like Kaiju 101. It's icing on the cake, and it makes for good listening. And I love how your episodes aren't two-hour extravaganzas <laughs> like some <laughs> some I jerks do. Struggle to make it to ten minutes sometimes, but I uh, I used to have a real hang-up about it, but I've just sort of let it go. And if they're yeah. short, they're short, and if they're longer, they're longer. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Having fun. So you just you just posted a new episode. Yes, about paint. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> About paint. About paint. Okay. I know it was a bit of a stretch. It was... You have uh, to explain that a little bit more. To okay. Sell, you have to sell it, man. Okay. So, Godzilla versus the sea monster. How does the red bamboo deter Abira from attacking their boats? Uh, I thought it was... Uh, is it paint? It's <laughs> a yellow liquid. Yeah, yeah. It's a crustacean-repelling yellow liquid. So what, you know, in, in real life, boats have to stop barnacles from growing on their hulls, so they use anti-fouling paints. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They, in real life, we're using crustacean, abiro-repelling liquids, so, you know, the connection is made. And How far back does that technology go? Uh, a long time. They used to, it didn't always used to be paint, they used to uh, nail copper sheets to the hulls of boats, and then sort of within the last couple of centuries... They started incorporating poisons into the paints, and they painted on the boat and stopped stuff from growing on it. Interesting. Yeah. So Very cool. So that's uh, a that's little, awesome, man. Yeah, a little real-life connection to... Uh, um, to a very silly movie. To a very yeah, silly yeah. movie. <laughs> but still cool. I yeah. mean, that's good to know. I'm 
Yeah, that's yeah. rad, man. So how you're up to how many episodes now? Uh, ten episodes. That was Sweet. my ten. Yeah, nice. And you, what do you have coming up? Like, what's what are the subjects? You don't have to give away the deets. But... Uh, subjects. Uh, I'm going to be talking about um the it's called island biogeography. It's uh the special sort of evolutionary history of animals that live on islands, and you know monsters on islands are a big part of the genre. You know, King Kong lived on Skull Island. Yes, he did. Kaiju, they live on. Monster Island. That's good stuff. Or Monster Land. Or Monster Land. <laughs> That's right. Nice. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that. And uh, I've got a couple other ideas. Um, uh, gorilla Sex will be coming up. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like how you're trying to bring in the the wholesome family. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> be all discussed in a very mature way. <laughs> it is. You do actually discuss it in a mature way. <laughs> Although, I... I, I I can't help but feel that you are eventually going to have like the more Marvin gay, like let's get it on in your podcast. Right. Like when you keep going with the possibly the sex, <laughs> yeah. possibly right on. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to your episodes. I just downloaded the newest one, but I've been a little busy. I haven't been able to listen to the newest noticed, one. I've so. noticed. That's okay. Uh, we are going to go ahead and, uh, take your trivia question. Okay. Did you want to say it first? I, I trust you. Okay. Trust you. I have the chat you, room in you, front of me, so you, I can. You figured out your your actual answer, right? Like you have the actual answer. I have I'm the like, actual okay. answer. I just want to make sure we, you know, everything's all good. <laughs> so uh, we're going with. Oh man, are we already at six? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Holy smokes. Uh, okay. Prize pack number six includes a textless Godzilla poster. So the new Godzilla uh, from Legendary Pictures, they made a textless version of the poster where it's got Godzilla's spines and the halo jumpers. Mm -hmm. That poster, an 18 by 24 poster on a very nice archival white uh, paper. I made it myself. Uh, (laughs) The Oh, a Wolfman versus Godzilla poster. So technically it's Legendary Beast Wolfman versus Godzilla. This thing is huge. It is like 27 by 40. And it's gorgeous. Uh, these are provided by Mark Jaramillo from InSearchOfMonsters.com. And uh, I have two of them for, for the listeners out there. So uh, the Texas Godzilla poster, the Wolfman versus Godzilla poster, and an autographed photo of Akira Takarada. Uh, from, it's a photo of him as Ogata in the 1954 Godzilla. Plus, of course, the Monster Project CD and IDW Publishing Comics and the San Diego Comic-Con Godzilla Encounter uh, mini posters that they were giving away. One of those. Mr. Campbell, please take okay. it away. I'll just I'll, I'll show you the answer real quick. So you're watching the. Uh... Oh, OK. Yeah, right on. You're watching. The... OK, so if Kaiju were real living animals, they would fit into the Linnaean taxonomic classification. It's uh, kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, and species. Kumanga, or sorry, Kamakaris, a mantis, belongs in order Mantidea. Abira, a shrimp, is in order Decapoda. Which kaiju belongs in the order Lepidoptera? And go. All right. <laughs> so far, nothing yet. To the Google. I like how you're... <laughs> oh, there we go. So the first person to answer was, correctly, was Hilltown Kaiju. That's Scott Martin. He correctly answered Mothra. Right on. 
Congratulations, Scott. You have won yourself some amazing things. Uh, I, I know I have your, your, uh, address and stuff, but why don't you go ahead and send that to me in an email to controller at kaijucast.com. Well done, sir. Wow. We only have one more prize pack to give away. We're at an hour and a half for the show. You know what time it is? I think it's time for me to go into my top five. Top five kaiju movies. Sweet. This was hard. What? Andy hasn't been in his top five yet, right? Oh, yeah. We just talked about him. Yeah. I think it's time for Andy to do his top five. Okay. I got him written down here. (laughs) We'll save yours for last. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. I was just going to let it go. (laughs) Okay. You're in my house, (laughs) Campbell. (laughs) Okay. So, number five, Godzilla versus Biollante. The good? All right, right, right. Yeah, I love Biollante. such a good monster design, and that Godzilla suit and particular was really nice i like that one for sure definitely and it was good ambitious story i thought with you know corporate espionage and a little different i liked it uh number four gmk i think we've all had that one on our lists yeah so far (laughs) um i'm just gonna have to mix it up now that i've heard all your top fives it's (laughs) it's on the fly (laughs) no i'm just kidding uh number three gamera 2 the legion that really could be any one of the Heisei trilogy, but that one I think is my favorite. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, number two is the original Rodan. Yeah. Rodan is one of my favorite kaiju, and I think that that movie in particular did the real sort of misunderstood monster aspect of the genre really well. Yeah, totally. Monster on the just, loose kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, Rodan wasn't evil. He just sort of woke up and went about his business and we had to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> um, number one, uh, Godzilla versus Mothra, the, the Showa version, 1964. Mothra versus Godzilla. Mothra yes. versus Godzilla. My favorite movie. I think that was when the original team was sort of at the, the height of their powers. Yeah. And I would uh, say absolutely. Yeah. The height of their powers or, uh, absolute golden age of, yeah. of, uh, Japanese cinema, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, so many of the, at least out of Martin, Andy, and I's, a lot of similar lot of films overlap. there. Yeah. So. So, so the pressure's on you, man. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know you're going to want to stand out <laughs> and not blend you in. You guys have changed it. Latitude my number zero. one movie, Gamera Super Monster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not so much. Uh, I do want to take a little bit of time. Uh, wait, that was all five, right? That was all five. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I do want to take a little bit of time because uh, I haven't played one yet. We're going to probably before I, I get going. Uh, the Mediocre Radio Network. These are the guys that that are hosting us tonight, basically, or just this afternoon, depending on where you are. We have uh, been a part of the Mediocre Radio Network since, I believe, June or July. Basically, we're included in their programming uh, the Mediocre Radio Network is streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, thank God that Mike Pilot has the ability to get this going because otherwise, I'm sure a lot of you guys out there listening remember the fiascos from last year and trying to set up the chat room on my own server, <laughs> which was terrible. But now we are here in the Mediocre, uh, the Mediocre Nation, essentially. And man, it is really cool. So extreme thanks to... Eric tomorrow, his wife Hope, 
the Mike Pilot and Troy, even though I don't know Troy, those guys do the Mediocre Show, which is an amazing podcast. It's basically just people who get together and talk about their lives. And for some reason, it is crazy interesting to me. I really love listening to those guys, and they are all good people. Uh, and the fact that they have allowed us to be part of not just the network, but take over the live stream for this two-plus hours, I'm just extremely grateful about that. Uh, and so you guys should listen. You guys should totally listen to their show because uh, it's a great show. And listen to the network. I'll, it's like uh, if you're bored, you run out of podcasts to listen to, you can load up uh this their their stream and just listen they've got stuff going all the time like right now they've got us going right now uh so i'm gonna load up their promo if you guys can speak at the listeners <laughs> that would be fantastic back to filling in the space yeah man that's what good co-hosts do so i i, I actually <laughs> would like to know from you guys uh Knowing how very little that I have seen yet, what should I be looking forward to? And then, like in the next, like what what are the movies that you would be like? Oh man, I can't wait till you see that one. Um, because I don't I don't know what's on the horizon. Like oh for well next are you going to be here for Gamera Super Monster or Super Monster Gamera? Uh, I'm not we sure. Haven't, we that... haven't scheduled it yet, but no. that's our next Daikaiju discussion film. That mm-hmm. one it's not good, but it is so <laughs> mind blowingly bad. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's it's basically just a clip show. They took all of Gamera's fights from the the previous films and they mashed it together and they put in this stupid plot about super ladies in capes with vans that Go turn into on. spaceships. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay, so all of the Gamera movies that we've watched, you know how they have uh uh some somehow the as the movies continue, the aliens who are invading or uh, whatever they they need to find out information about their enemy Gamera, so they tap into the minds of the children, or they there's just sort of like a, a narrative that says, and then Gamera fought Gauss, and they show the clips from it. <laughs> okay, so those were movies that had tiny little clips inserted as part of the story. Gamera Super Monster takes clips and repurposes them as <laughs> essentially as stock footage. Yeah. So. They only shot a little bit of footage for the movie itself and, uh, and, and everything else. It's, it's been sort of wrapped around and weaved into footage that they culled from the other Gamera films. And there's some jaw dropping animated sequences in the movie. Do you, there's, I won't spoil it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. Don't they're, spoil the movie. Their van turns into a spaceship when they play the piano. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. You might have a new number one yeah. after watching. Oh, man. This. Yeah, I can already tell Latitude Zero is in conflict with this. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going to have to move. <laughs> I. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Actually, Tiger really wants to be a part of that discussion. I, he really wants to rip on that film. So <laughs> when the- I I think, you know, I might allow that. I might yeah. I might be cool with that. It's not... I, I'm going to try to do the th- same thing with I did with... Uh, let me say that again. I'm going to try and do the same thing I did with Megalon, just where I'm not trying to hate on the film. I'm just trying to be a little bit positive and find the good stuff in it. I'm going to contact August and find out if he has any kind of written information that I can read before the movie, because I don't know anything about the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of a last-ditch effort to save the studio, wasn't it? It was, yeah. 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 Um, 
what's another movie that I think uh, and now have you seen Mothra versus Godzilla the one that uh No, I have not seen the that the 60s one. That's that because I know you were here for Godzilla versus Mothra yes. the Heisei movie mm-hmm. but yeah, the 60s Mothra versus Godzilla uh there's a reason it's on everyone's like top 5 list. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Like uh and as Andy said this was made at like the in the heyday of Japanese cinema where the 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 big guys Tomiyuki Tanaka Ishiro Honda, Eiji Tsuburaya, and uh, uh, actually the five guys, not just four, because uh, you also have, um, oh, I missed uh, Akira Ifukube. But then there's also uh, Shinichi Sekizawa, the screenwriter, who, I mean, you can almost look back at the at the 60s, the, the Showa era films, and say, what are the favorite ones from the Showa? And like almost all of your favorite Godzilla films will have been written by Shinichi Sekizawa. Nice. Not for sure, but like it's it's close. Like it's crazy. So that one I'm looking forward to you seeing that one. Yeah, when is that one on the do we it's this year? I'm pretty sure it's this year because yeah. uh when I, I had to do a little bit of restructuring to the um to the show because we had some weird things going on and I inserted Pacific Rim and I wanted to insert the new Godzilla film, so mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I say, uh, thanks to an online tool, I've randomly assigned one movie to each month. Well, that stopped probably about early, uh, 2013. And I basically doctored the rest of the list. And I'm, I'm going to be adding some to that list as well. Like the magic serpent is not on that list right now. And that's going to end up going on there too. Yeah. So, Mothra versus Godzilla is right after Gamera Super Monster. Just looked it up. Oh, sweet. So, so yeah. yeah. One. Celebrating so the two. 50th. Yeah. Yeah. Both sides. Oh, so that's February. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some really great films coming up in the, in the coming, in the coming years, I should say, <laughs> which seems like a no brainer just to spill out of my mouth. But I'm excited for you to see Mothra versus Godzilla. Uh, what, uh, what do you think, Jeff, m- that Martin would really like in the, you know, coming up? Um, has he seen the, uh, Diamogen sequels? No, I have not. Did you saw the? F- I saw the first one. I have not seen the sequels. Yeah, so those have to be soon, right? Well, we've already no, we've already watched those. Both of them? Yeah, man. The way that the random and I agree. Where was I? Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure we made fun of you for not being <laughs> oh, here. Oh, sure. But, uh, uh, the Diamond. I think the first one I watched was with Cindy back when I lived in the apartment, and that was um that was the the one with the kids. So I think Wrath of Diamagin. Diamagin. Still trying to like hammer out that name pronunciation, but uh, and then sometime after that, I'm pretty sure we've watched all three of them now. But maybe we did. So scratch that. Yeah. No, no. You should still. Scratch, we, yeah, you know well, what? You should still come over and, and watch them though, because yeah. they're really good. The only problem I would say with the Diamagen series is that they are all so similar. Like they're not completely identical, obviously, but like the first two films are very similar in in tone, and the, I think the last one is probably one of the best uh, kaiju films that features kids in it. I mean, the kids are a little bit annoying, but they're integral to the to the story. And they do a good job. It's not... I don't sit there and go, oh, God, it's another Kenny movie, you know? It's... I don't know. It's really... I think that the, the Daimajin series is fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, what else is on that list for next year? Do you still have it up? Yep. Let's see. 2014. So February, Mothra versus Godzilla. March is Gamera versus Zigra. Sweet. I don't know that uh, one. Uh, Zigra's the shark-looking yeah. alien monster. I, yeah, I don't know yeah. which one that is. I have no idea. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, after that is Gappa, the Trifibian monster. Which oh, is I've been wondering crazy. when we were going to get to Gappa. <laughs> that's a weird one. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> very cool. And then after that is uh, Godzilla, the new one. Yep, the legendary Godzilla. Yeah. And then X from Outer Space Ooh. in June. Those are two, both those movies, Gappa and X from Outer Space, I think were made in like 1967 yeah. by Rival Studios. So they weren't made by Toho or Daiei. Oh, okay. They're singular entries into the giant monster franchise uh, from, I believe, Shochiku and Nikatsu is the other is the other one. Yeah, and then July, Gamera versus Gauss. Cool. Nice, yeah. a lot of Gamera heavy uh, year this, is this very year. Every yeah. year. Uh, August is uh, some piece of junk called Invasion of Astro Monster. I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get out. I'm yes. just kidding. Uh, Megagirus in September. Dogara in October. Godzilla's Revenge in November. I'm excited for that one. That's going to be an so much hate, one, yeah. But I kind of like that movie. Wait, I don't know Dogara. Oh, Dogara is uh, also made in 1964, so it's celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. Dogara is... Um, it's actually kind of hard to find, uh, like it's another one of those Tokyo Shock Media Blasters movies that came out. I don't know if it's impossible to find right now, but before they released it, it was, you had to find, you had to track down a bootleg that had been subtitled. And it, uh, I don't have a Dogura in here yet. I'll have to try and get a Dogura toy before the movie uh, comes out. Nice. Dogura is essentially a space squid mm-hmm. amoeba-like creature. And that's about all I can really tell you. Like, I've seen it. I've fallen asleep during that movie way more than I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Like, so just an FYI, energy drinks might be in store for that that episode. Ah, yes. Anyway, so thanks for reading off some of those, man. I appreciate it. No problem. So what should we do now? I, uh, should I go into my top five? I should probably go into my top five. Okay. So, the funny thing is, uh, you know, in preparation for all of this stuff, I often have a thing where I'm like scrambling at the last minute to do everything. So Andy's over last night. We're having beers. We're hanging out. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I haven't done my top five yet. And so we just were shooting the breeze in the kitchen. And I decided to do my top five and like three movies. in, I'm like, no, wait, I better write these down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number five is actually Daimajin because it is so enjoyable and such a good 60s... Like, and this is the same company that brought you the Gamera series, right? Daie did a fantastic job on the first Daimajin. They did a fantastic job on all three of them, but uh, I think Daimajin doesn't get nearly enough credit, and uh, if there are people out there that haven't seen it, you're so in luck because the Blu-ray is available for super cheap, and it's a it's a great film. You guys, everyone in this room has seen Daimajin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thanks for answering, Jeff. Just Jeff is just staring at me. Like, <laughs> like well, I, like I, I, t- I had said it was my number two. Yeah, I know, but, but like, I've never seen it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Such we a poser. He's never seen any Godzilla movie. He's staring at me like I talk trash about Mothra. 
It's like I was getting scared for a second. <laughs> okay, number four for me. Destroy all monsters. I know it's got some script problems, but it's really enjoyable. And it's an excellent movie to show someone as their first kaiju film. Uh, which I don't get to do nearly as much as I'd like to. Destroy All Monsters, number four. Number three, Gamera 2. Gamera 2, in my opinion, is the most enjoyable of the three films, but it's just maybe a couple of millimeters more enjoyable than Gamera 3 for me. I really love that trilogy. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. Game changer movies for the kaiju landscape, for sure. Uh, Number two, Godzilla Mothra King Ghidorah, a.k.a. Gojira, Mothra, King Ghidra, Daikaiju, Sokogeki. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> I had thought about attempting that, and then I knew I would be ending friendships. <laughs> uh, no, you know, no surprise there. We've already done the commentary for it, which, by the way, that commentary, totally going to get redone eventually. Uh, that should not have been our first commentary. That was, that was a, Poor, that was Bush League on my, <laughs> on my part. So apologies to everyone. Apologies to Shusuke Kaneko, who directed that film <laughs> for my terrible commentary on it. Anyway, uh, and then number one with a bullet with uh, number one with an A cycle light ray is Monster Zero. I was talking to Andy about that last night and, you know, uh, you have something that you're doing right now where you're trying to get to find out like the statistics on movies and and the uh, Godzilla movies and how much monster time how versus much monster time yeah versus it, the ratio of monster time to total screen time right to see if the amount of time the monsters actually on the screen has any influence on how enjoyable the movie is so right. I'll, yeah I'll you know watch the movies with a stopwatch and then I'll compare it with um, like IMDb ratings uh fan surveys uh that sort of thing to see if there's any correlation between time screen or screen time and rating interesting and so monster zero apparently has one of the uh least amount is it the least i haven't gotten okay there so yet. one of the the ratios that's most off right so like the human there's way more human stuff than there is monster stuff yeah mm-hmm. for some reason before you said that Never once did I even think about, or actually, no, it wasn't you. It was Jeff Zorno. Jeff Zorno was complaining about it, like, oh, there's no monsters in it, uh, which is a completely valid complaint. But it's just one of those things where before he said that, I never even considered that that movie had less monster screen time than mm-hmm. other ones out there. The story for for me, you know, completely subjective here, the story is the most interesting and the really the best in in my opinion in the entire series i really enjoy it there's sure there's plot holes but that's not not anything strange to godzilla movies i just really really enjoy it there's uh pretty much nothing about that movie that i don't like i'm sure there are things but nothing that comes up you know at the forefront of my brain not the dance uh, what dance? I'm just kidding. The Shea dance. I know you're talking about the, um, no, actually the, that's because now that's like, that's a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's something that people reference. Like when somebody goes, Oh, remember when Godzilla danced on, on the moon or on planet X? Uh, I wouldn't, you know, 
groan or shrug my shoulders and be like, oh, I don't understand that. You know, it's <laughs> for me, it's like, yeah, it happened, you know? Yeah. It happened. It happened. Deal with it. Godzilla <laughs> like, dances, he flies, he slides on his tail, he does all sorts of weird things. Yeah. Out of those three, <laughs> flying, sliding on his tail, and dancing, I'm most okay with the, the dancing. dancing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, those are my top five. I do I really do want to get into more of that, like as as the year progresses. You know, I think for me, I I love hearing when like you and Willie, sorry, I'm talking to Jeff. When Jeff was on Horror Holocaust and doing your top 100. What, oh my God. <laughs> they would do their top 100, but it wasn't one episode. It would be spread out over like it would do 10, 15, 10, 10 episodes. 10 episodes. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was cool 10. to listen to. We won't be doing a top 100, obviously, because yeah. top 100, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what order they're in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think we should, I think it would be, uh, would be cool to, to do that. We should, you know, what we should do is we should probably publish that list ahead of time. Yeah. And then get uh get feedback on it, you know. I think brief mentions. A good idea to do is kind of like this thing that we did in when we were driving back from Emerald City. Yeah. Do a top 10. Because you could have just recorded that conversation. Yeah, I could have. I totally You know what I mean? Have. But, yeah. you know, just everybody kind of do, do a top 10 and you just I mean, that could be a two and a half hour extravaganza as well. It definitely could. It absolutely could. Uh, what do you say we get onto the final trivia question of the evening, you guys? You ready? I'm sure. ready. I'm ready. You all ready? I gotta get last chance to win. Yeah, last chance to win. And what are your fabulous prizes? Uh, we have the Godzilla bag from San Diego Comic Con. This is a swag bag that sort of turns into a uh, backpack. I don't. I don't suggest using it as an actual backpack, <laughs> but uh, it's cool. It's kind of big. I took a picture of that, and posted it on the on the Facebook page. We have a Wolfman versus Godzilla poster. We have an autographed photo of Haruo Nakajima holding a Godzilla puppet. It's really cool. That was the first thing that came out of the uh, of the package that I opened it today, and I was like. <gasps> <laughs> do I have to give this away? But I do. I have to give it away. <laughs> Big thanks, of course, to Jim Cirinella for all of these autograph things. It's really, really awesome to have them included. We never had that really before in the Kaiju cast. So, uh, also a Monster Project CD, an IDW publishing comic of some sort, <laughs> um, uh, San Diego Comic Con Godzilla poster. And, uh, you know what? I forgot to mention this during the rest of the, uh, the giveaways, but I also have some Iwakura Bullmark repros. These guys here that make this noise. Uh, those are going to get divvied up into the seven different prize packs. So that's what we got. Who's ready for a trivia question? I am. So I'm going to go. Besides Haruo Nakajima, who else played Godzilla in the original film? And go. Let's see. Uh, no, Fry. it was not Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So once again, I want to thank everybody for, uh, for the prizes that they supplied. I honestly have just been overwhelmed with the reception that it, it's, uh, it's gotten just this entire, all of our live shows that we've done. It's just really great. And, uh, 
Uh, getting. Okay, Danzilla. <laughs> Danzilla got it. Sorry. There was, <laughs> there was a misspelling and he was able to correct it before, <laughs> before the next one. So good job, Danzilla93. Uh, I need you to send me an email to controller at kaijucast.com uh, and essentially to claim your prize. Yeah, there we go. Nice. The guy had 20 IMDb pages open. He's like, I'm winning this sucker. <laughs> the answer was uh, Katsumi Tezuka. So, yeah. Uh, man, I I have been thinking about this this episode for a really, really long time. Um, we essentially... Uh, have a couple things I want to I want to just talk about real quick here. I I ended up writing something, <laughs> I started writing something, as sort of a a way to reminisce on five years of doing this. So I just wanted to read this to you guys. Um, uh, and it's not even complete. So at some point I'm gonna get sort of wishy washy about the words that come out of my mouth. But I just wanted to say a few words. Kind of like a reflection on the history that we have all generated here. Five years ago, I was looking for a way to get back into the Godzilla genre. It's no secret that I had burned myself out pretty badly on kaiju stuff. It's not there. Pretty badly on kaiju stuff after being the webmaster for Henshin Online, constantly posting on the Monster Zero forums, uh, after the surprising death of the Monster Zero sites, you know, his creator, the creator of the site, Aaron Smith, he died. That was actually really devastating to me for some reason. Uh, and then, of course, the disappointing Godzilla Final Wars. Uh, I thought to myself, hey, why not start a podcast? And if it doesn't pan out, that's all right. I can, it's cool to try something new. I was pretty amazed at how quickly my little hobby project evolved into what is essentially the Kaiju cast today. When I started the podcast, I was just doing a monthly show. Martin was in my apartment letting me borrow his mixing board. It was totally like we were on a folding table in front of my television screen. It was weird, but it was also fun. That first year had some really significant things. I was visited by Jim Walsh, a longtime internet friend who... uh came to Portland specifically for a friend's wedding, and connecting with Jim was really pretty great and definitely rekindled the desire to reach past the Oregon border to talk to people on the podcast. I also made the trip back to G-Fest, my second visit ever, and after a 10-year gap between the 1999 show, G-Fest was instrumental in solidifying that connection to both Godzilla and his fandom. In the second year of the podcast, we added the Daikaiju discussion feature, in 2005, I actually tried to organize something like that locally. I tried to start the PDWA, which is the Portland Daikaiju, Wat Daikaiju Watchers Association. And the goal, had it ever happened, would be to watch a film once a month at a pizza place and then discuss it afterwards. That bird never left the ground, but since starting the discussions in 2010, I have had an amazing time talking about these films with my cadre of co-hosts, and also, reading the listeners' homework. Also, I need to say big thanks to James from Wales. I'm not sure if he's listening now or even still listens to the podcast, but he was the catalyst for the Daikaiju discussions. And the rest of the years, I have to like sort of like wrap up quickly. But 2011 was a hell of a year. We changed the format to twice a month. 
We added Heather as a co-host, official co-host to the show. IDW started publishing their monthly Godzilla titles. And I got to go back to Japan. That was amazing. 2012, Jeff came in as a host, co-host. Brian and Rachel moved to Portland. We started doing commentaries. 2013, a lot more travel happened. Uh, what else did we do in 2013? More commentaries, obviously. Still, I want to do more commentaries as, as we get going, but, uh, as we keep going, but, uh, oh, we started the video channel. That was weird. And I went back to Japan again. Seriously, I, the podcast has changed my life and for the better. I'm not like, I hear people, that's also for the worst too. I hear people talk about it like, oh, I'm bored. I'm like, what is that? What is being bored? I don't get it anymore. But, uh, I love doing the podcast. Uh, a year and a half ago, Andy posted, Hey, you're at the halfway mark with your Daikaiju discussions. And it was like sobering to, to hear that or to read that. I was like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Now we've expanded the Kaiju, the Daikaiju discussions a little bit. And now it goes into 2016. And I have a plan for what's going to happen with the Daikaiju discussions. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it now. So just remember it, I guess, for in the next couple of years. We're going to essentially do sort of like uh, test retakes for the homework. So the most popular, we'll do a poll of some kind, the most popular uh, films to be redone as Daikaiju discussions, we'll watch those again, uh, but only to fill out the remaining months of that year. Once that happens, the Daikaiju discussions are going to get completely 100% rebooted. And we are going to go in absolute chronological order from start to finish. Still doing one a month. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be, going to be pretty rad. Going to be a big change and really nice. Uh, this year, what are we changing with the Kaiju cast? Not much, at least on the horizon. We're going to try and do more videos. We're going to try and do just more, essentially. Uh, I'm hoping I can get Mr. Dean. Mr. Vavra back in here, along with the other people in town, Brian Cook, Rachel Cook, Heather Brask, Cindy Okamoto, Dave Helfrey, Sane Donahue, if he ever gets his butt back over in these chairs, like it would be great. Uh, I just want to do more. I want the podcast to continue to thrive. And I really appreciate that I'm looking at the co-hosts here. I really appreciate you guys coming over every month or so to be on the podcast. It's been life altering in a, in a fantastic way. And now I'm talking to the listeners out there. I don't really know if there's any way I can convey how much I absolutely appreciate what you guys do for the podcast. You create, uh, uh, basically you create the podcast, you make it happen. If you didn't know it, your Daikaiju discussion submissions, your emails, even though I suck at getting back to people, I suck at getting back to people really badly. Uh, you're awesome. And like just being so supportive is great. We launched the, uh, the Kaiju core, which has, has been a little slow, but I don't actually don't really want it to take off like an insane, you know, I don't need to get like 5,000 people signing up to support the Kaiju cast. Although let me tell you, <laughs> they did that. You, some of you guys would be coming to G Fest with me for a live <laughs> podcast, but, uh, it's just anyway. No, I'm gushing. I'm going on. I'm, I'm just 
rambling now, but I just really want to say thank you all so, so very much for listening and participating. I don't want to stop doing this podcast ever. So let's continue five more years onward to episode 200 plus. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about uh, about the Kaiju cast right now. Thank you so much. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we close out the show? I just want to say it's been a pleasure being a part of the show. I know being a guest at first and then being a co-host has just been fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would totally agree with that. I I think it has been kind of life-altering. It's been a great deal, so I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you guys being here, and I, I can't wait to see uh, what 2014... Which, you know, is supposed to be the year of the horse, but I'm calling it the year of Godzilla. Can't wait to see what the year of Godzilla brings us with this brand new movie. Uh, quick housekeeping things before we wrap up the show that I don't have notes in front of me for, so bear with me, I guess I'd say. Uh, this month, I'm going to be at Wizard World's Portland Comic Con here in Portland, uh, hopefully interviewing Elvira. That would be rad. Or Ron, yeah, and Ron Perlman too. If I can get Ron Perlman, I will absolutely uh, interview him. If that happens, I'm definitely going to <laughs> Wizard World. Then I don't know. I, I no. Just all I know is that there's a a friend of mine who makes a magazine said that Ron Perlman's time has been reported to be very limited. So hopefully, maybe I have a little more clout than they do and i'll be able to interview him <laughs> but wow, i'm not sure that's huge uh portland comic-con starts on friday january 24th goes through the weekend through this 26th and uh is taking place at the oregon convention center i will have a link in the show notes when the show notes go up to that information uh the following month kirk hammett's oh, wait i should say kirk von hammett's Fear Fest Evil is happening in San Francisco, California. And that uh, is significant to Kaiju fans because both the actor who played Ultraman himself, Ben Furuya, and uh, he was also an Ultra 7, and Haruo Nakajima, the original Godzilla suit actor, was uh, they're both going to be in attendance. And that is thanks to Jim Serenella, once again, the fantastic man who provided us with these autographed photos. Uh, yeah, that's what's going on. If you found the Kaiju cast through other, some other podcast directory, like iTunes or I don't even know. I just know iTunes. Stitcher. Stitcher. Sure. Yeah. If you found the Kaiju cast through some of those means. Zune. No. <laughs> that used to be a thing. The Kaiju cast is totally available in the Zune marketplace. I just don't know how much of a thing it is anymore. Actually, this would be a fantastic time for any of the listeners in the chat room to actually tell me, like, do they listen on a Zoom? Because that would be kind of cool. I used to. Yeah. Is it because you had an actual Zoom player? I had an actual Zoom. Wow, dude. I was the one who bought one. <laughs> Way to support that sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They. Uh, anyway, if you found the podcast through some podcatcher like that, you know, point your web browser to kaijucast.com and experience everything that's awesome there. Episode lists, Daikaiju discussion lists, Every episode we've done, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Links to our Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube pages. Plus, we have uh, links to the commentaries site. 
any any thoughts on the next commentary, Jeff? On the spot thoughts? I think we should do uh, King Kong Escapes. I'm just throwing that out there. It's a good one. That is actually a good I one. I just think that would be a fun one to do. King Kong Escapes would be fun. I would approve of that wholeheartedly. Yeah, that would be rad. Okay. I think I think the listeners would be down with that. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it. Why don't we all sign off, starting with Jeff? Later, kids. Thanks for listening. You can go now, Andy. You're okay. Next to Jeff. <laughs> uh, later. Talk to you later. Thanks, Kyle, again for having me. Oh, man, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on, sir. And thank you, all you guys, for supporting Kyle's show. This has been a, a great time for me. Uh, I think, you know what? I just... I just realized, like, literally this second, like, what should we listen to as the closing song for this uh, episode 100? Let's listen to the untainted song from uh, from Big Pimp Jones that he wrote for the Kaiju cast. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he sent me this whole thing. And basically, if you if you listen to it um, in the beginning, it was uh, it was essentially, you know, 30 or 40 seconds. And then... Um, and then I, uh, I faded it out, which is the, the design of the song is to do that. But, uh, it's a, it's an actual musical piece that, that they wrote for us. And it's really, really cool. And I'm really happy to play it. So that's another thing. Big, big thank you to Keith Foster. Check out Nerdometrics. Nerdometrics. Nerdometrics on the iTunes store. Anyway, that's going to do it. I'm clearly a little tired and I need to go get something to drink. So, uh, thank you all for, uh, for participating. If you have not emailed me yet and you were one of the people that, uh, won the big prize packs, you definitely need to send that email out to me, please. Until next time, Jamata. Jamata.